0: Oh my gosh. I thought I saw something, like a shadow. So again, I'm behind the cemetery, and I did experience a feeling just now like someone's watching me. Now let the magic begin. Hello, hello and jai ma, jai ma yomis. It's Raquel and welcome to Your Own Magic, a soul-expanding and heart-opening podcast. This episode is sponsored by Skillshare. More on them in the midst of the episode and in the show notes as usual. What is not usual is that I am at a cemetery. Actually, I'm recording this just outside of the cemetery because, well, I intended to record this episode in the cemetery, an old cemetery established, 1885, with about 900 bodies buried. And it's a beautiful cemetery as there are aspen trees my favorite trees, planted all over along with weathered tombstones and, of course, a haunting ambiance. But when I walked in, walked into the cemetery, I was all alone until I felt like I wasn't. (laughs) And there was, of course, another, some energy there, some presence there. And I wanted to record it. I didn't feel like the presence was necessarily a negative entity or any malicious being But I did sense that the presence wants peace, and I did not want to disrupt their peace. I thought it would be rude or insensitive of me to disrespect them in case that was the case. And so I was like, you know what? I can just record this in my car, outside of the cemetery. But then, of course, suddenly a lot of people start to show up, I think, because, you know, it's around Halloween And so I, because I'm a local, know where to drive to work. I will likely not be disturbed and get to still stare at the tombstones at the back of the cemetery in peace. And that's where I'm at. And one of the reasons why I wanted to record at a cemetery is also because, to be honest, I have not been feeling very inspired lately to record an episode or to interview. There was an overwhelming feeling I have been. I've been feeling overwhelmed in life, which, of course, I'm human, And so nothing special, nothing new. Everybody experiences that. But usually when I'm overwhelmed, I can still, you know, interview and feel inspired to write and record an episode. But for whatever reason, I could not even make myself do that due to personal reasons of what's going on in life. And I was like, you know what? That's okay. I'm not going to put too much pressure on myself, but I am going to hopefully find a spark of inspiration by going somewhere uncomfortable or somewhere unfamiliar or less familiar because, you know, I've walked this cemetery since I was a child. So I'm very familiar with it, but I'm not used to recording a podcast in a cemetery. And so I was like, you know what? Get out of your comfort zone and see what happens. And so here I am and I have this white light surrounding me. I've already called on my angels for protection and inspiration this time to see what simply just comes through and I felt don't even worry about it just see what comes through share your experience have another heart to heart people typically love heart to hearts because they may be going through or have gone through or without knowing it about to go through a similar thing I would love to share why I'm overwhelmed but I want to respect other people's privacy, so I'm not going to share that because it's personal. However, what I will share is that I'm so thankful to have cultivated and really harness a lot of these tools to help myself, my human heart, and those around me work through and overcome whatever obstacles are in our way, even if it sometimes takes longer, depending on the severity of what is happening. And it's understandable as well that one would be uninspired to you know, do what they usually do because of overwhelmment, or maybe they just feel like they're in a lull in life or they simply are conflicted with something internally or they may be confused, confused about their future or confused about their past or confused about their present. And it can sometimes make our world feel like we're swimming in under murky waters. But I always know that this is temporary. It always does pass. As cliche as that saying is, this too shall pass. Well, it will. It will. And I'm so aware of that. And there are many things that I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for this podcast. And I'm also, obviously, I'm grateful for my friends and family. And I'm grateful for the excitement of my next path unraveling. Next few paths. I think that a lot of us sometimes feel like we have to stay in one lane. And I do think it's great to stay in one lane and continue to grow and flourish in that lane. But if there are other lanes in life that really pique your interests, there's no one stopping you except for your own mind. From pursuing it or perhaps you are in a lane right now that you don't even want to be in or perhaps you're in a place in life right now where you feel very very low very very down and I've been there before in life where you just have no idea what to do You're uninspired because you have no idea what to do, and you're in a dark place because of perhaps circumstances in life, or it's a mental health wiring, or whatever it is. But I guarantee, I know for a fact, not only from my own personal experience, but from observing hundreds of other people who are, they feel like they're stuck in one place and they can't get out, and they feel depressed, they might even feel suicidal. They might feel hopeless, worthless, whatever in that moment, but it's also because they are allowing themselves to stay in the one paradigm of reality. It could also be because they're catering to other people's paradigms of reality when maybe that paradigm of reality is no longer serving your human. You gathered whatever you needed to gather from that and it's okay to explore something new and perhaps in your daydreams or in your night dreams, you may have these visions of whatever it is that you want to pursue in life, or perhaps you simply see something that someone else is doing and that is something that you also want to do, or if you ever also feel envious of somebody else's life, perhaps it's actually a voice within you that says, you can do this too, and you know you can, you just won't allow yourself or subconsciously and your soul knows you can but your human mind is stubborn and a trickster and loves to keep things comfortable or also prevent us from danger or harm which of course if we want to expand and step out of our comfort zone there is potential that that will happen however You're likely going to be okay no matter what. And so when you are in those dark places or if you're like me right now where you just feel overwhelmed and you feel uninspired, it's so important to get out of your comfort zone and completely maybe even change your day-to-day operations for a week and see what may spark within you. So for me, because I'm feeling so overwhelmed, I'm not in a dark place. I don't feel depressed. I'm actually very happy in life right now. I'm very content. I'm very at ease with that. But I just, there's some things going on that I feel overwhelmed with. And therefore, I'm very excited that I'm going to escape to basically the middle of nowhere, Colorado, (laughs) and completely detach from the world so I can tune within. I want to write. I might even record... Future solos, and I'll end up seeing what happens with that week. But I'm taking one week all by myself. That solo trip, I so deserve, and it's so needed. And I have the privilege and luxury to do that, of course. I understand that not everybody has that privilege or luxury, especially if they have the luxury of having beautiful kids that need them, <laughs> which that's amazing. And I am myself a little jealous of that. I Know that there's got to be another way for you to step outside of your comfort zone and do something for you to get re-inspired in some way, shape, or form. And sometimes it can be because we're thinking of the grand picture, the big picture that prevents us from... Taking the first step, the first step in whatever it is we want to do, we want to pursue, we want to create, perhaps it's because we are looking at the grand picture, when in reality, that grand picture does come in time. But it's more important to simply just look one day at a time, one step, place one layer down after the other before the grand picture that our mind is envisioning happens. That's also a part of feeling overwhelmed and overstimulated is I also tend to look at the big picture before taking the steps, even though I know better. But the beautiful thing about knowing better is that once you catch it and you are aware of it, you're like, okay, I'm just going to take the small steps right now. Right now, you know what? I don't know what I'm going to talk about on this podcast, but I'm just going to drive to the cemetery because for whatever reason, I feel like going there to record a podcast and see what comes through, see what comes to heart. And so far, this is what is coming to heart. Short interruption for my fellow creatives and curious souls who want to expand and explore a new skill. Well, Skillshare is offering the Euromagic listeners a free trial of their premium membership and though i have a feeling most of you are aware of what skillshare is so skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take their next step in their creative journey what it's mostly known for and skillshare offers a variety of topics for you to explore from illustration design photography fine art, music and music production, even entrepreneurship and freelance and creative writing, marketing, or even productivity and web development. A variety of options for you to explore and you can explore unlimitedly this month using their free one month trial of their premium membership. Here are a few classes that may pique your interest ultimate self-care playbook discovering and nurture your center itself with the one and only jonathan van ness Or well, there's also for many people that are interested in starting a youtube channel there's youtube success script shoot and edit with mkbhd with marquise Brownlee. and i could see many listeners also enjoying this one indoor gardening grow house plants veggies and herbs with Ekta. Chodhari. And I personally want to recommend this class from one of my favorite YouTubers, Nathaniel Drew, his class, Creativity Unleash, Discover, Hone, and Share Your Voice Online. So whether you're a dabbler or a pro, Skillshare, is for you to up level whatever skill you're interested in with short lessons hands-on projects and classes designed for real life every human was born to create whether you last picked up a paintbrush yesterday or in grade school you can explore your creativity and be inspired so skillshare is helping you move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold you'll create real projects and get the support of fellow creatives so you can accomplish real growth so explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash your own magic, where our listeners, the Euro magic listeners get a one month free trial of their premium membership. This is also in the show notes. That's one month free at skillshare.com slash your own magic. And now on with the show. talk a lot about dancing with your shadow on this podcast or knowing that the dark times can actually lead to most often lead to a beautiful light at the end of the tunnel that you likely in whatever paradigm you were living in then had no idea you could explore. And that's why I say when someone feels really hopeless, really lost, really depressed, perhaps there's another paradigm that they can simply look at to open their eyes in the world and who knows maybe they realize they really love the reality the paradigm they were living in before but you're really not bound to that you really are not if that is something that is no longer serving you or there's something in your heart that is eating at you because you feel like you have to live this one reality to please someone else or whatever it is You really do not have to. You really can choose you or what's best for you and your family that involves a completely different path than you're going down now. And yeah, it might take time. There may be some sacrifices that will definitely take place if you do walk a different lane. However, is anything worth sacrificing your happiness? Is anything worth sacrificing what's good for your soul? What's good for your human? I'm willing to sacrifice with some things, but there are a few things I'm not willing to sacrifice. And that's my happiness and what's best for my family and what's best for my soul. So all of that is something to keep in mind if you ever feel stuck or stagnant. And to know it's so important. Again, I want to emphasize this point one more time to take one step at a time If you're like me and you look at the grand picture of life, you can feel overwhelmed and just not even do it. So instead, you know where the grand picture is, but each day, day to day, do a little task that will get you there. I think that we've talked about this on the podcast many times, but right now it's just coming up for me. So I feel like a lot of you may be in this space too. Isn't it amazing that we live in a reality where there's a multitude a multi-universe of realities where we are all living in our own paradigms and our own boxes. Of course, a lot of us, especially if you're listening to this podcast, are more like-minded and may gravitate towards certain things, and this is our truth, but the truth is, is that there's a variety of truths out there. Of course, there's also a variety of mistruths, but when it comes to just harmless, innocent experiences in life, there are a multitude of truths and pathways that we can take in order to nourish our human. I'm excited that right now, I mean, I'm going to continue the podcast trajectory and I am open to receiving expansive information that will help this podcast in whatever way. Soon I will be, as in very, very soon, I think we only have one to two months left Of getting approved for the trademark but my online boutique which I've been dreaming of for actually years now is finally coming into fruition. I have all the inventory and I can't wait to release this to you all. I might begin seasonal until I can pick up some steam and then just do it more regularly, but I think that the first group of inventory that I have right now, I think I'm just going to release that until it's sold out. So i just begin seasonally until I can pick up steam and just have a great well-oiled machine run Actually, I should say energy efficient machine, sustainable machine run But I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited. I'll let you know when it launches. And that's one other path. And then the other path is Do I walk down? Now, I love getting back into acting, as some of you know, but one thing I really, really love, perhaps even more so, which surprises me a little bit because I loved doing it when I was a little girl. I have so many fun scripts that I created when I was a little girl, but screenwriting, being the creator of a story, it's so fun to do. And I was like, man, imagine doing this for a vocation. So, That's something I'm also looking at doing. Now I am also a believer in you don't want to spread yourself too thin, which I've done so many times in life and become overwhelmed and then I have a hard time. So that's why I feel so grateful that for the past four years I've been able to focus on the podcast. I have a momentum with that, but I also have so much time in my day to do something else that lights me. For example, the shop, which will be seasonal. So I still also have time in my day and I'm like, well, I love to write. I keep a lot of my writings to myself, but what if I do start to write these stories and then maybe make another career out of that? So there's my example of we have this opportunity to walk a multitude of paths if we, if we feel called to. And it's fun to create your own reality and create your own pathways and walk these different pathways to experience a variety of life, a variety of colors in life. Oh my gosh. I thought I saw something like a shadow. So again, I'm behind the cemetery and I did experience a feeling just now like someone's watching me, even though I'm in my car. But, yeah, I don't see anything. Ooh, I don't know about your experiences with hauntings. I have a few indeed. One I can think of right now is there's this haunted jail in Park City. It's not called the haunted jail. It's just called the Old Miner's Jail, and it is on Main Street, It is the old jail from the 1800s, early 1900s, and now it's just part of the museum of Park City. And when I was in high school, of course, we wanted to do fun and scary things with our friends, and so I went with a couple friends to the jail, and I had already been there many times. I always felt something off and weird but i never really had an experience i think because there were so many people there this was like the first time i was down there with just two other people and all of us could just feel a presence i started to open this one door but it was locked i i I thought at least i didn't think it would be and so you know i let go of the knob and then suddenly the knob was sporadically moving side to side as if someone was aggressively moving this doorknob but I didn't see the person however I'll tell you one thing we did we just ran upstairs right away because that was so spooky but I didn't see any figure where I did see a figure on Main Street so when I was in musical theater as a kid there was a basement to the theater and people who ran the theater would say that they would come across this one woman who dressed a lot like Mary Poppins and she would roam the theater. I was down there once all by myself just getting something that I left behind after acting class. No one was around. This hot stuffy basement a cold breeze moved behind me I could feel it I had chills all over my arms and my back and I look behind me and no one's there and I'm not thinking too much about it I just thought that was a little weird that there was a cold gust of wind (laughs) so I start to walk out and then I see this shadow and it almost seemed like a dress silhouette walk behind this one wall I ran out of that theater so fast. Feet did not fail me. I love a natural look with some shimmer. I love that lightly soft contour, but add, of course, some shimmer and some blush, some highlighter, a whisk of eyeliner on the outer edges, and, of course, a strong lengthening mascara that does not clump or flake. That's basically the look I usually go for. So whether you like a more natural look or full glam or... Somewhere in between, you'd love Thrive Cosmetics because you're not only getting quality cosmetics, but you're also contributing to a good cause. And you also might already know of them as they have a pretty viral, vibrant turquoise tube on social media for their mascara and it is a game changer. It is. I'm so happy that Thrive Cosmetics is not just stunning, but also 100% vegan and cruelty free and it's packed with clean skin-loving ingredients, their high-performance formulas set the bar high with uncompromising standards, so no wonder their bestsellers boast thousands of glowing five-star reviews. And what also makes them even more special is that every purchase with Thrive Cosmetics contributes to making communities thrive, hence the name. I mean, it's also spelled C-A-U-S-E, Medics, Thrive Cosmetics. So it's not just about beauty. I mean, they're truly about giving back. So with your support, they donate products and funds to support communities 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 in need through responsive giving. That's why they've been my beauty obsession since 2020. I've been using their liquid lash extensions mascara since 2020. I mean, this is a magical mascara that lasts all day without a hint of clumping or smudging or flaking. And removal is a breeze as all I need is warm water and a washcloth, pretty simple. And also here's the best part, the nourishing ingredients in this flake free tubing formula not only gives you the length and definition that you crave, but also it supports longer stronger, and healthier looking lashes over time, it's a love story for your lashes. So Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S-E dot com slash magic for 20 percent off your first order another interesting haunting is i was at flaming gorge with my cousins we have a family cabin there and when we stayed at the cabin i could, i always felt it was haunted i did not like to be by myself in that cabin i had a hard time sleeping in that cabin because i always felt like i was being watched one day, every single person is outside by the fire making s'mores. I leave the entire group. No one's in the house. And I knew no one's in the house because I needed to go upstairs for whatever reason. I don't remember. I was 12. But I walk upstairs to my bed and I hear a child's laughter. But it didn't sound like anybody that I knew, but I was thinking it was my younger cousin Kendra and I go look at the room where I heard the laughter and there's no one there and then I turn around and I see a white silhouette run down the stairs so fast and I heard the footsteps as well. I was like Kendra, Chelsea, Sadie calling my cousins names and I look out the window they're all everybody is at the fire pit outside. no one's in there. Oh I was not able to sleep that night. that was really scary. When I was a little girl this was my very first encounter with a ghost. I was probably three or four years old and at the time my parents and I lived in this condo. My bedroom was in the loft and in order for anybody to get by they actually had to pass my parents bed. I had to pass my parents bed to get to my bedroom. I woke up in the middle of the night a human figure who was a little translucent. This human figure was staring down at me and smiled. I believe he said, hi, Raquel. But at the same time, I don't 100% remember. But he did smile as he looked down at me with his brown hair. And he was wearing a temple gown, which in the LDS community, they wear these long white gowns to temple. And he was wearing like a long white gown. And so to me, it looked like a temple gown. So when I looked up and I saw him, my eyes widened. I screamed. I ran straight to my parents' bed. And my dad, he goes into my room. He looks all around, looks in my closet. He doesn't see anything. He checks the entire condo, doesn't see anything or anyone. And so they knew that I saw a ghost. My parents believe in ghosts. And my dad hears them from time to time at the house that he lives in now. But he's like, oh, they're friendly ghosts. It doesn't bother me. (laughs) I'm like okay that works and I do feel that most ghosts I've encountered are friendly except for maybe the jail one felt odd the theater one didn't feel odd I think that the flaming gorge cabin ghosts were just playing around I think that the figure I saw he was probably looking over me and he he might be one of my angels guardian angels he could be my mom's brother who died when he was a baby but the day he died my grandma was crying at her bed And she says that he came to her in an older body, about in his 20s, and he said, I'll be fine, Mom. So that was beautiful, and that was interesting to hear as well. So for my entire life, I've always visualized ghosts can choose what age they want to be in that form. But now that I've also learned more about ghosts or more about the dead, I also think that, yeah, perhaps you can choose perhaps when you die young you get to be in an older body if you die super old you get to be in your younger body or perhaps you get to shape-shift <laughs> however you want to be but it's so interesting I'm curious of your thoughts on that input on that I'd love to hear it via email Anyway what else was there? Oh okay so another haunted experience. I have little ones from when I was a kid like I could always feel a presence around and I've definitely seen things move. I've seen hands before which is weird and that happened a lot when I was a kid but one of my more recent experiences was in Bali. I always felt this presence around and I went to a Bali priest and he said yeah you actually have some children hanging around you and this one guy that they're they're just following you and they're drawn to you I was like what will you please with peace and love <laughs> release them <laughs> he did even though I still felt something that same night but he did apparently with those who were following me at that time but in Bali yeah I feel like a magnet to ghosts because I feel them almost every single night except for this one night usually they're friendly ghosts right well this this one was not this one was I don't even think this one was human. I'm pretty sure this one was a demon. And I'm not going to go into full description of what the demon did because it's disturbing. I just don't feel like putting it out there. But this one demon did haunt me for about almost a month. And it was one of the scariest experiences I've ever encountered. And from then on, when I do go to a cemetery or... When I feel another presence, I always surround myself with a white light and I ask my angels to protect me. I ask my grandma to protect me. I make sure that I'm surrounded by protection because that was one of the scariest experiences of my entire life and I did not think I'd make it out alive. But there was definitely a demon presence or presences because I felt like I lived in this hut and it was a circular hut and so there were windows circling around it and I just felt all these different eyeballs in almost every window looking at me and then They would wake me up in the middle of the night. And again, I don't want to say what happened, but it happened for quite a long time. It was so wild. And then so I had to leave that hut that I was renting early. And the landlord told me that he knows some of the neighbors practice dark magic. I was like, what? And yeah, apparently if you upset a neighbor or disturb them in some way, which maybe because I was wearing short yoga pants, I don't know what I did, but I must have disturbed them be very respectful. If you're going to go to Bali, be very, very, very respectful. I've made sure to be extra respectful to everyone there, which they're the easiest people to be nice to because they're all so hospitable and smiley and loving. So I have no idea who I must have disturbed, but maybe it was black magic or maybe it was just that area has a dark energy, which I heard as well. That that particular area has some dark energy. I wish I remembered the name of that area off the top of my head, but I can't right now. But that particular area is a little bit disturbing. So anyway, if you are going to go anywhere haunted or a cemetery, even if you don't really believe it, just still ask for white light to surround you, to protect you. If you believe in angels, ask for their protection or whoever you feel your guardian angel or guardian spirit is, ask for their protection. Every single night as well, I would sage my place. And I think that I didn't know how to sage properly because I must have been welcoming them in. I've heard that there's a technique you have to use with saging. There's a proper way to smudge your space where you start from your front door. And you let your smudge there. And then you begin to move around your home mindfully, carefully. And you make sure to get all the corners, the windows, even the toilet, the shower, the top floor, the middle floor, the bottom floor. However many floors are in your home or in your room or in your space, your particular space. And you keep moving your sage in a circular motion clockwise, by the way. And this is a practice that's been done for centuries in ancient cultures to make a space more sacred and protected and peaceful. So I now use a mantra uh, that Vishudas, one of my friends, taught me in Nepal, and it's Om mani, padmeham. Om mani Padmeham. And he uses it during meditation, but I decided to also include that with my saging ceremony. <laughs> Om Mani Padmeham. That's a beautiful song as well that I- If you feel like meditating to a beautiful mantra, I highly recommend typing in Om Mani Padme Hum, O-M-M-A-N-I-P-A-D-M-E-H-U-M and listen to that mantra. And it means the jewel is in the lotus. So I highly recommend listening to that beautiful mantra on YouTube or Spotify. I love it. We were circling a temple in Nepal saying that mantra and I just felt so uplifted in this positive energy swarm around me and so protected so that's now my go-to mantra for protection while I also sage and sometimes when I meditate as well I wish that I also use that mantra before going to the cemetery but again I feel like I'm protected I've got that white light I've prayed for the angels I feel good And to be honest, there's something super peaceful. If you shift your perspective of cemeteries, there's something super peaceful and honoring about them, honoring these lives. Oh, man. Any other hauntings? I'm trying to think that I have so many other hauntings. Oh, another one that was here when I was in high school with some friends. There is this abandoned white home. I believe that it's torn down now, but people said that it was haunted and we went in there and we all heard a noise and everyone ran out, but I was the last to run out. And then when I looked back in, my friend Robbie saw it too. There was this white figure just standing in the corner. There's another haunted experience. Of course, it was very, very scary, but I also thought it was cool. There are some haunted places I'd love to go experience. There's this place in Colorado called Third Bridge, which my friends have talked about. And there's supposedly a lot of spirits there. And so I'd love to experience that. Some people, some, many people have experienced seeing the spirits. People have also heard screaming or just people walking by when there's no one around. But that's something I'd rather do with friends. I don't want to do that by myself. Plus, if I'm a magnet for spirits, I want to make sure that I am protected. And I think that having other human bodies around is just another layer of protection. Again, I'm so familiar with the cemetery I'm at, even though it's such an old cemetery. But I just... You know, I have another connection with it because I grew up in Park City, Utah. So I've been many times and it doesn't really spook me, but I wanted to be respectful and not record this entire podcast in the cemetery. But I'm happy that I at least recorded it outside the cemetery because, again, I said I was uninspired. And even though I've repainted my room and I have so many new candles and I still in my room for whatever reason didn't want to pick up my mic and record. So I'm happy that I went to another location. I'm excited for this upcoming week where I head to Colorado and completely disconnect and just spend some solo time. And just it's it's just an opportunity for beautiful self-care. And so I hope that if you're ever feeling overwhelmed or just going through it you find whatever works for you you find time for yourself and gift yourself the gift of self-care and relaxation without anything on your agenda unless something lights you like i said i do feel like i'll want to record some episodes while i'm there and they'll be solos because because of my overwhelmment i have stopped just for this short period of time interviewing guests just for now just to honor my self-care and so I eliminated what I could. I'm in a season of solos but I will be interviewing guests again. I will, I will and yes I still have every intention to move to LA. I just want to wait a little bit to see how this world is moving and then when I do move to LA there's gonna be so many more amazing guests to have on and I get to chat with them and connect with them in person which is so much more ideal than. Zoom or Zencaster, so I'm excited for that as well. I feel like I'm missing a major haunted story right now. So if it comes to me, I'll let you know in another episode. But for now, I guess this episode will simply be short or the normal. I hope you enjoyed last week's revisiting of an episode with Ainsley McLeod, who is one of my favorite spiritual guides and I love learning about old souls and young souls and he's the go-to guide for that. So I hope that you enjoy last week's episode and I hope that you have the most beautiful, magical, expansive November and you make the most of the remainder of 2021. Go do something that's a little uncomfortable to spark some inspiration with all that being said, I'm sending you so much love and light. Jai ma, jai Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way please let me know if so you can catch me on instagram at raquel mantra i spell raquel a different way than most so you can see the spelling in the show notes or hang out with the yomis the like-minded very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the EuroMagic magic facebook group especially a place to turn to when it comes to well whatever you're going through and there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. All right, well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.